Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome back to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, Creator explains the mysteries of sleep and dreams. I hope our audience stays awake for this one, Carl. <laughs> well, <laughs> our first job is to keep ourselves awake, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I actually like probing into these kind of things. As a channeler of Creator of all that is, I am very keenly interested in the mysteries of the universe, how things work and our makeup. I've been a scientist all my life. And, you know, science is trying to figure these things out. But I like going to the one who created it all. That's not to say we can be handed the keys to knowledge of everything. We have to earn it. We have to learn our way along to some extent. This is one of the tests of us. You know, how much can we do? Right. So we're we're probing in order to learn more here. Well, this is an interesting topic. We'll get right into it. You ask creator, what is the fundamental purpose of sleeping? Some speculate that it was simply a survival mechanism to avoid nocturnal predators. But even nocturnal predators sleep. In fact, most living things categorized as animals seem to have some sort of sleep cycle. We learned all the ETs and the ET Alliance sleep as well. What is the real reason that sleep is needed? All right, and these are creator's words. The purpose of sleep is not to provide an interlude that coincides with the night period in order to avoid predators. It is to take advantage of the relatively unproductive night hours for the many creatures depending on vision to carry out their activities who would be lost in the dark and might even get into a good deal of trouble not being able to see hazards as they attempt to move about and so on. The main purpose of the sleep interval is to provide a replenishment, a rejuvenation, and a realignment of energies within the body for housekeeping purposes. This includes not only clearing many toxic materials that have built up as a consequence of physical activity and digestive processes taking place subsequent to meal ingestion, but also the metabolic byproducts and waste materials that cells produce and the body as a whole in responding energetically to its bombardment by environmental energetics like sunshine, as well as the electromagnetic frequencies emitted by, emitted by Gaia. There is a high turnover of many cell types within the body. This furious activity, both on the microscopic scale as well as grossly, as with the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, the digestive system, and the muscular system and skeletal support involved in locomotion, all exhibit wear and tear in their high metabolic activity. And this includes the brain as well, as one of the most energy intensive organs in the human body. It generates quite a lot of waste material that must be carried away. And then the cells restored through regaining a prior level of equilibrium with respect to being in a more pristine state in order to just start anew with a round of furious activity. Potentially, they may be called on to carry out. 
this is a very important clearing of the decks, so to speak, to have everything shipshape and ready for battle, so to speak. There are limits to what the body can do when called upon again and again and again to perform. There must always, at some point, be a period of rest and quiescence to have a chance to reset things, to rebuild inner stores for energetic utilization, and the clearance of byproducts of metabolism, which can become toxic if they build up to too high concentrations within the cells. It takes time for the circulation to clear these things away, as well as to bring replenishment with nutrients, as well as oxygenation of the cells and so on. When the body is overextended in physical activity, there needs to be a period of recuperation. Otherwise, things will start to break down when pushed outside the limits of tolerance. The same is true on the organ and tissue levels. There must be some break in high-level activity to allow the tissues to catch up and take care of these housekeeping needs. If that is not done, there will begin to be symptoms of all kinds, signaling distress, feelings of discomfort, becoming less efficient, and with neurological impairments that will start slowly and to a small degree, but then build in an intensity and the severity of the consequences for cognition. So physical endurance is mirrored in mental endurance as well as cellular endurance. All have limits and need to have periods of rest. This is well documented in the sleep deprivation studies that show what happens to humans and other organisms who are sleep deprived. It becomes extremely debilitating and this indeed is due to waste product buildup especially in the central nervous system, which necessitates a period of quiescence that allows changes to take place in the membranes lining the brain case and the exchange with the circulation of these byproducts of metabolism. So sleep is quite important for health, well-being, and longevity as well. Well, you know, of course, this all makes sense because, you know, if we do an all-nighter or go for a really long period of time without sleep, we'll end up needing more sleep to make up for that, you know. So there has to be some kind of replenishment activity going on. It just it just makes common sense. Well, and in, in, in a way, the, the brain is like the muscles. It does work. And that work takes energy and it creates byproducts, waste products, and so it makes sense that even if you didn't have to sleep, you still have to become quiescent to allow this restoration. So you yes. might as well be asleep for all practical purposes. And I've, I've found, you know, my, my wife complains because she says I don't do enough around the house in the evening. It's like, well, I, I work all day. And she goes, no, you sit on your butt and use your head. And I go, well, that's work. Actually, it is work, Carl. <laughs> yeah, it is work. It's quite a consumer of calories, in fact. Yes, it is. People aren't aware of that, but it's, it's, uh, it's a center of quite furious activity, at least in many of us. Yeah, if you're doing intellectual work, you know, writing computers or, you know, numbers, accounting, what have you, that's going to burn up calories for sure. It's quite exhausting. Well, the there are other things that go... There are other things that go on during sleep. That's what I was going to say as a lead-in to keep this moving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> U.S. creator, 
is there any kind of sleep cycle that occurs for transitioning souls stuck in limbo? What about dark spirits and even angels? Is anything like sleep engaged in or needed? What about light beings in the divine realm? Do they sleep? Well, here's an example of going to creator for information we can't obtain any other way, really. And this is what creator says. Transitioning spirits do not need sleep physiologically. They are in a different state energetically and are existing through life force energy conveyed to them on a direct basis from the divine realm to keep them going. Lacking a physical body, there are no physical needs for replenishment or clearance of waste products, and so on. The spirit form is a more simplified and pristine state of being in that it is more a level of vibration experienced by consciousness itself and needs some sustaining energy to maintain its existence, but it is not akin to the physical body and all of its various physical needs. The problem with being in limbo is being present in a vast nothingness and out of touch with prior life environmental cues and the workings of the body as a housing that one is quite used to, but not used to being in a free-floating consciousness in the vast nothingness of the lower astral plane. Isolation can become quite stultifying and even a source of terror. It is quite akin to being buried alive where nothing moves, There are no sounds or sensations, and one is simply feeling suffocated, unable to experience anything because one is essentially trapped in a dark void. This can be a source of torment, and then when spirits are set upon by the dark spirit meddler cohort of fallen angelics who seek to cause harm to other beings and draw energy from them in a selfish pursuit to maintain their own survival, they will savage any hapless earthbound human spirit and torment them because they know they will summon greater energy and that serves these parasites. So it can be a brutal existence that will go on constantly with no let up. Under such conditions, sleep would be a blessing indeed, but they cannot escape it. Similarly, the dark spirit meddlers and the angelics who are in divine alignment do not need sleep either. The spirit meddlers have a tougher time because they need an external source of energy to keep going and may become relatively quiescent through exhaustion because too long a time has passed without an energetic source they can prey upon and draw energy for themselves as a parasite. The true angelics in divine alignment, like human beings, are tapped into the divine and will draw life force energy to preserve and maintain their consciousness indefinitely and have all the energy they need and have no need for sleep whatsoever because their awareness does not depend in any way on the workings of a physical body with a brain that becomes fatigued after a time And we'll begin to have fuzzy thinking, a fog-like state of fatigue, and even delusions and hallucinations if pushed too hard for too long without a rest period to clear away cellular byproducts of the furious mental activity that is typical of the waking state. 
light beings in the higher astral plane, the heavenly realms, do not sleep either. And that, again, is because they are in a high vibrational energetic state with unlimited sources of pure energy at their disposal. And it is, in a sense, an effortless existence because energy can come and go to be deployed in various ways through the consciousness of the being without inefficiency or waste products being produced that could result in any kind of diminishment or impairment as happens with metabolic processes in the physical organism. So light beings can work and play with no let-up and no fatigue. This is a blessing indeed and accounts for the tremendous progress and gains made by light beings in the higher realms and the higher vibrational beings in existence on the higher planes of existence. This is the destiny for humanity to reach when you are ready as a result of healing the interlopers standing in your way and then yourselves to repair the many karmic woundings inflicted on you. Wow, that last sentence uh, seems to suggest quite a bit there, Carl. (laughs) Well, we talk about this again and again, actually, that we have work to do here. We have an opposition The darkness has crept in and it's confronting us and manipulating us, attempting to uh, diminish and destroy us. And we need to surmount that by bringing creator's love to bear in a healing form, not just sit around and make nice and think happy thoughts, contemplate our navels and expect things to happen to raise us up. Right. As with a grand ascension, that's a disinformation campaign to disempower humanity. It's a it's an illusion. It's a delusion, and a confusion. So there you go. I'm yeah. getting like gotta, Muhammad Ali in my old age here. <laughs> I got to earn our way, Carl. U.S. U.S. creator sleep apnea is a huge problem today, but this wasn't even an issue 50 years ago, or so it seems. Can creators share how this came to be such a huge problem for so many people? Okay, so here we have something practical for those who have or know someone struggling with this issue. This is what creator tells us. This is more an advent of modern communication and people becoming more demanding in a desire to have fewer problems and distractions and complaining enough to have the medical establishment take their complaints seriously and mount research to study the issues. These problems have indeed been present all through human history. It is a problem largely of spirit manipulation. They interfere with breathing and create states of hypoxia. This is to rouse the person in fighting the increased level of carbon dioxide. It is kind of a flirting with disaster they engage in as an amusement. This is exacerbated in many individuals who are overweight, and this can contribute to the greater effort needed for respiration, as well as causing some limitation of the airway itself. As with the relaxation of muscles during sleep time, some individuals may begin to experience a shortfall in air intake and become symptomatic. 
This will be compounded through manipulation by spirit attachments to worsen the symptoms. So as often as the case, a physical malady or impairment of some kind may become a point of vulnerability that can be further exploited and worsened by spirit meddlers on board the person to cause trouble, inconvenience, physical impairment, emotional suffering, and decreased happiness of the host, which the spirit meddlers consider a win for their side and are quite delighted to bring about in any way they can. You know, this is really, really interesting because this appears to be a condition that is predominantly created by spirit manipulation directly. And in those situations, uh, a spirit clearing could really make a big difference quickly for people. Well, this, this is the thing. You know, people have to learn about these possibilities and then avail themselves of healing services by people who know how to take care of these issues. So it's like you've got a ghost there wanting to smother you with a pillow during the night. That's yeah. no way to live. No, no. It's 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 a kind of slow torment and torture in a in a very real sense. You know, yeah. it's unpleasant to feel like you're fighting to catch your breath. And they know it, and that's why they're doing it. It's a kind of an evil that is being inflicted on people. Yeah, and you know, obviously without the benefit of a clearing, it's the kind of problem that can just persist and get worse over time. You know, I've known some people who've had some really, really bad sleep apnea, and it's it's terrible. they got to hook themselves up to a, a ventilator, essentially, at night, and that can't even be remotely comfortable. Um, the expense of going to the doctors and worrying about and all this stuff, it's, it's a major, major problem. So if they can get some tangible relief quickly uh, with a spirit clearing, that, that could be a godsend, quite literally. <laughs> Yes, and it, you know, compared to, you know, a lifetime of paying the medical establishment for all kinds of useful adjuncts and therapies and medications and equipment and so on, this is peanuts to get some spiritual help. Absolutely. So it's a a better option, at least something to to try for people because it won't be helped by the medical solutions. Not not fully. Yeah, it's not a cure. The treatment is not a cure. It's just to help you persist. Be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. You can check out the healing services that are available. Uh, you can check out the menu at GetWisdom.com. There's a tab for healing services. You can click on that, and you can check out what's available. You can also learn about our Lightworker Healing Protocol. Download the ebook at GetWisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be right back with more on sleep and dreams when we come back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. 
We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. I hope our audience is awake for more on this topic of sleeping, Carl. <laughs> yes, well, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're not the best, I think, at spicing things up. You know, we could have titled <laughs> it something like... Uh, what goes on beneath the sheets at night or something and uh, maybe get a better audience. But I'm not sure they'd be any more interested in this than the average person. (laughs) But but there's some fascinating phenomena. And it will serve us to learn more about this because these phenomena explain a lot about the mind and how we suffer in being disconnected from a greater awareness so this gets into some important areas, especially now. You ask creator, like many things in our lives, the deep subconscious appears to have a significant role in what happens during sleep. Can creator share how the deep subconscious contributes to the necessity for sleep and the sleep experience? Right, and this is what creator tells us. The deep subconscious does not sleep and has no need for sleep. It is very much a state of consciousness that is not dependent on physical processes per se. It is independent of the brain functioning and is therefore directly supported by the energetic state incorporated in the body energy layers in the influx of divine life force energy to keep the being going. This has a number of advantages because it keeps awareness at all hours at least on a deep level of the mind, and also allows 24 hours a day to process many things of interest and deemed to value and importance for maintaining personal welfare. There is extensive reviewing on an ongoing basis of the Akashic Records to learn all one can about all manner of opportunities and potential obstacles that might be seen as a road hazard And the deep subconscious will want to explore what it knows about the possibilities when new things are happening to the self as it unfolds, as it views the unfolding life experience in progress. It does a great deal of worrying about all that it sees and takes in. And it is also responsible for interacting with the body to help regulate things. Most notably, it will trigger the stress response if called for. And this is one of the reasons it needs to maintain its vigilance so any hazards do not go unnoticed, but rather a warning will be sounded and the person roused from sleep and the stressful feelings will sharpen the senses and the conscious self will in most cases quickly see what is amiss and begin making decisions in how to react. 
The purpose of the stress response is to support the emergency mode of such experiences, to make energy available, to heighten the senses, and to ramp up heart rate and respiration in case fight or flight might be needed. The hormonal changes as well support increased physical vigor and stamina for a time, which may well be needed in an emergency. The deep subconscious also fuels the dream state with many scenarios and plot lines garnered from its surveys of other timelines recorded within the Akashic records that are unfolding in parallel with the current life. The many concerns that are raised may well be a springboard for examining potential contingencies and sorting among various alternative strategies for how best to respond and deal with the circumstances it fears may happen. So it is a kind of play that is mounted with the self as a primary protagonist, acting out various circumstances and then reacting to events as they unfold. This is a way of planning and experiencing in advance various alternatives and the variety of outcomes that might happen. Most people have experienced being in a dream state and then halting the action, backing up, and starting in a new direction to vary the plot line in some respect, to perhaps gain greater advantage, or save the self from something that is beginning to look hazardous. This is the working through of the strategizing we are discussing here. It is an advanced look-see at what might happen and gaining a kind of experience through a dry run, so to speak. It is like wargaming one's life in the manner of a military organization, looking at all the what-ifs about planning for a battle and trying out various tactics through modeling. This is very helpful for maintaining a healthy equilibrium Because in the process of the dream state, there can be an outlet for pent-up emotions that need to be satisfied in some way or another and having some kind of outlet. This is the next best thing. It is the mirror image of having a vicarious experience, as in watching a motion picture and seeing what a character on screen does and feeling a bit like the viewer is that individual and can enjoy in a secondhand fashion the joys or sorrows, as the case may be, as the plot unfolds for the actors. This is a kind of play acting that allows the exhibition and discharge of emotions that have built up from the survey of other timeline events and experiences, which then need an outlet of some kind to discharge the emotional consequences of being privy to many dark doings and other sources of stress. So the dream state, including nightmares, is a healthy outlet for this purpose. Amazing stuff. You know, I didn't, we didn't put any questions in here specifically about uh, prophetic dreams, but I know that I've had a couple in my life, one in particular where I saw myself getting dismissed from a job I was in uh, a year before it happened. And I found myself in the exact room where it happened and everything was exactly, it was a showed in the dream. And I, I realize now that what's being said here is that the deep subconscious is looking at the Akashic Record. Well, the Akashic Record includes the future, too. To, correct me if I'm mistaken, Carl. And, uh, and so they it could be looking at that future and worrying about that future event. And then that comes through in the dream as kind of a prophetic dream. Yes, this is happening. And it happens routinely. 
It's just that most dreams are not recalled that you're not aware of this because you don't have the recall to then compare with what unfolds the next day, the day after, the following week and month and so on. But many things that you're dreaming about will be in that future because they are being projected from the current experiencing through the energy of karma that is a kind of um, energetic interplay with the universe coming from you in your consciousness. And so are- you, you are living in multiple levels, multiple times and places through a series of parallel lives. And each of those lifetimes has a future extension that is a set of possibilities and it may well happen exactly as it's being envisioned in any given moment. It could change, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what, you're, what you don't know, that's the thing about a prophetic dream, is that you don't know it's prophetic until it actually manifests, right? <laughs> you know? Right. So I've had plenty of dreams that seem prophetic but never manifested, and then you have stuff that manifests. So the deep subconscious is able to survey all of it, and it's, it's picking and guessing, too, but it's basically fretting, so is what we're yeah. learning here, which is well, and, and Yeah, and the goal is... To have your future be less like your nightmares yes. than, than the neutral dreams that you might right. have. You ask, Creator, we know that dark spirit attachments are a problem for 90% of humanity. Connecting parasitically and clandestinely at the deep subconscious level, it would stand to reason that such parasites could have a huge effect on the quality and experience of sleep. Can Creator help us understand how and to what extent they can manipulate our sleep and dream experiences? Okay, now here we go. It's not just you that can influence your dreams. There are interlopers. All right, and this is what Creator tells us. These dark beings who are truly evil in their outlook and perceptions are a major predator that greatly harm people through attacking them through their emotional life and creating a huge inner burden that weighs heavily on the person and creates a great burden physically in ramping up inner stress. The way this happens is that having gained entrance, often through a subterfuge of some kind, as in feigning being lost and lonely and needing a friend and a safe haven and being invited in, they will take up residence and then begin to show their true colors. They drain energy away from their host and beat up the host in order to gain even more energy. Their human host has still a good connection to the divine, and the divine will always honor a demand and request for more life force energy, should that become necessary at times of heightened activity or stress. The dark spirit meddlers cannot do so, because they are cut off from the divine entirely. They can only torment a host being, like a human victim, in order for them to call up greater energy reserves and then tap it to siphon away some for themselves. They do this by bullying their host emotionally through the deep subconscious, confronting it directly, and through their ability to see the Akashic records of their host, they know the weaknesses, they know the hot buttons, the points of great sensitivity that will get their host going in becoming upset from being reminded of past failures or threatened with its greatest fears about what might happen and what bad times might come back around again and so forth. The spirit meddlers are quite adept in doing this and often the individual is softened up in a similar way 
by an extraterrestrial spirit that in effect grooms them and makes them vulnerable to enable a group of spirit meddlers to move in and take up residence, commandeering the chakra system as energy centers to prey on their host. This causes many energetic disturbances within the individual, but the spirit meddlers only care about themselves and can be quite harmful to the host. They will perturb the physical being in many cases. It depends on the vulnerability of the person, what has been done before to them by spirits, that new dark spirit arrivals will be able to trace and see and learn quickly in what ways their host is vulnerable and can be manipulated to advantage. This is why many people with spirit attachments who have physical symptoms of some kind, for example, pains that come and go, twitches, other sensations of an unpleasant nature that might remain a mystery because they do not fit a diagnosable illness, can be alleviated by removing spirit attachments but may well resume if new spirit attachments occur in the future because the new rivals will pick up where the others left off and quickly rework the same themes and vulnerabilities to exploit the host anew. These dark spirits, because they are perturbing the deep subconscious through relentless bullying, will create a springboard for many nightmares during the sleep state because, again, the dream state is an outlet for the deep subconscious and its ruminations. The conscious self is essentially switched off, and the upper subconscious is quiescent as well. So the deep subconscious reigns during the night, during the dream state, as a primary source of dream material. So when dark spirit meddlers are terrorizing a person, that will often be reflected in nightmares. This will only be noticed if the person becomes aroused enough to have the upper levels of consciousness come back into action. They may well be perceiving the dream material being generated and then recall it at least for a brief time upon awakening fully enough to be roused from sleep. In many cases, those dreams will be quickly forgotten because after all, they are largely the experiencing of the deep subconscious and the upper levels cannot maintain the connection and the awareness of what is going on below. But many difficult nighttime sleep disturbances are a reflection of this dynamic, that there is serious bullying and a terrorization of the person's deep subconscious mind by dark spirit attachments. And this will create fear and resistance to going to sleep at night. Because the subconscious learns, it will be in for a nightmarish experience whenever it falls asleep again. So this is a frequent cause of sleep disturbances. You know, there's a clue given in this. It's not directly related to sleep, but it it seems like creators saying that perhaps even like phantom pains that some people have. That they go to the doctor and just, well, I can't find anything. It's, you seem fine. Could have their genesis and causation in spirit attachments. Oh, of course. Yes, I see this all the time as I work with people. There's all kinds of things that they do <clears throat> by impinging on nerves, especially. 
So they can interfere with the the cardiovascular system. They can trigger states where the heart runs wild. They're a major cause of uh, arrhythmias. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of things that medicine even treats can be revved up and instigated again and again and again by spirits impinging on the nerves, digestive problems. Think about this. You know, if it can trigger the fight or flight response, it can shoot up your blood pressure, make your heart run wild and, and get it out of kilter. So it's not firing in the proper sequence. And they do this as a kind of sport to see what they can get away with and how much damage they can do. But it can be considerable in some cases. And, you know, most people have had the experience of waking up at some point in their life from a nightmare and they feel like they've been beaten and they, their heart is racing, your heart is racing. And, you know, it, it's, it's strange how the body physiologically can respond to a nightmare as if it was the real deal. Well, uh, it, it, it can be grotesque in the extreme. I remember working with a, a, a young girl who was high school age, one of the most mature young women I've met, and I did trauma resolution work. And she remembered being little, like three years old, four years old, and beings would come in her home and threaten her with knives. And she oh, told me, that they took her out of her body into a place and put her in an adult body and then raped her oh. and tortured her similarly. So I don't want to, you know, I've already said too much. Right, right. But And, I was, you know, and I'm trying to think, you know, is this person unbalanced? What is it? But these were real memories. She had all the signs. This was real events. And later on, after I became a channeler and learned from the divine realm, this is one of the spirit meddler tricks. of people they can take out of their body at night, take them up into the lower astral plane and torture them, literally make them feel like they're in a body and then do all kinds of horrible things, threaten it with burnings and all kinds of manipulations. And and it leaves them like a limp rag in the morning because they've been through the ringer. Yeah, I mean, nightmare terror is real terror. And it has real effects on people. It's, it, you know, if you're experiencing that kind of difficulty, that's almost as bad as if you had a bully down the street beat you up. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you know, and this is a diagnosable condition in the young. Night terrors. It's 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 pretty common in very young children, and they wake up screaming in the night, and yeah. they'll have some kind of story. You know, they saw something dark, and something was hovering over them, or whatever. And it all sounds like a bad dream, right? Well, where do bad dreams come from oftentimes? It's imagery from spirit bullying. And this goes on all the time for for people. And mostly we're unaware of it because it's that deep part of the mind. It can't report to us when we finally wake up in our conscious level. It can't tell us. This really underscores the need for your bedtime prayers. You know, I mean, we, we used to have... This used to be common that you would treat, train your kids to uh, to say their prayers before going to bed at night. Well, it made it probably made a big difference, Carl. <laughs> well, and you know that was the reason for these prayers that were pretty ubiquitous back in the day. 
Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. This this was preventing getting earthbound as a spirit. Yeah. If you passed away at night. It was to keep your soul safe and intact. Yeah. Amazing. You can check out uh, prayers that are recommended by Creator. Get our prayer book at getwisdom.com slash prayer. That's getwisdom.com slash prayer. And also check out our uh, 10 Principles for Divine Living. You can get that at getwisdom.com slash 10. And we'll be right back with more on sleep right after this. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of Get Wisdom. We are looking at Creator's perspective on sleep and dreams. You know, for something that takes up a third of our life, we know extremely little about the whole phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, it, it is amazing. But science is way behind on many, many areas, most areas, in fact. It's just the way it, it is. Things are more complex and more obscure than we have the tools to study them completely. So this sleep period is the key to a lot of real-world consequences. And nightmares, which we're going to talk about a little more, are not only the result of interference with us and tormenting of us, they also have some useful purposes. Indeed. You ask Creator, can Creator explain the reason for an experience of nightmares? How do nightmares differ from the experience of souls trapped in limbo? Okay, and Creator tells us, the nightmare is essentially the processing of stressful and threatening information or circumstances that have befallen the person, and there needs to be a way to discharge the negative emotions that accumulate, as well as to do some problem-solving exercises to take action in a way to work through the difficulties that are presented, in a sense, as a trial balloon. 
this can heal things to some degree through the discharge of this stress by at least getting it over with, even if one experiences harm directly to the person oneself. The ability to create a kind of war game scenario for perceived problems allows a kind of testing ground to work through the challenges. This can be aided as well by the law of karma, bringing up karmic dilemmas for scrutiny and consideration with respect to seeing their true meaning, the dimensions of the problem they represent, and then the beginning of a process of atonement in some way or another. If only through experiencing the emotional negativity represented by the karmic disorder, And this can begin a process of repayment of a karmic debt or atonement, in a sense, through taking on the burden personally, if only within the mind, and then suffering as a consequence. There are many ways to heal. The major objective of the law of karma is to create lessons for learning so one can avoid mistakes and having to pay a penalty that might be physically uncomfortable or greatly inconvenient through producing a restriction of some kind on the possibilities open to a person, for example, if they develop a chronic debilitating illness as a karmic penalty and then must suffer in some cases indefinitely for the duration of their life. So anyway, a karmic debt can be discharged will provide a benefit, even though unpleasant. So this is yet another function of the nightmare experience. It is both a learning and a rebalancing tool for karma. That is critical information to know, you know, that that nightmares can actually pay back some karma, as well as being a stress relief mechanism that can play a very important role uh, in your mental health, essentially. Well, it's it's a question of perspective. It's easy for the Almighty sitting up from on high and looking down at us and we're going down in flames, and and you know I heard this the other day about people going into a downward spiral. It might end in fatality. Mm-hmm. And Creator was pointing out they're healing karma every bit of that journey, all the way down that drain. They're, <laughs> they're healing something, and it will serve them in their future. But it's an experience we don't want to have to go through if we don't have to. <laughs> I like that. Every circle of the drain. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, but it's still, it's, it's good to know. If you can have some perspective that there's a positive side to what we've often experienced as totally negative, it, it, can help, it can help things, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree totally. You ask creator, many people keep journals of their dreams. What is the divine perspective of this? Is it worth the trouble and time it takes? Granted, that is a judgment call and must be left to the individual, but would most find it helpful in some way. All right, and Creator tells us the following. We would say it's more helpful for a few than for the many. Dreams are often mirroring what is going on within the deep subconscious, which will remain a mystery to the conscious self because it is not privy to the origins of the scenarios taking place in the dream. Because the conscious mind will not see the Akashic records that might have triggered the need for a dream sequence. So these can be recorded in a journal, but the information will be of little or no real value in truly understanding the self, the reason for the dreams in the first place, 
and therefore any possible meaning that is attributed will be a guessing game and inevitably will misassign the purpose because they see the dream divorced from its origin and reasons for being. These are useful, there are useful dreams in the form of prophecy that happen for some individuals who are intuitively gifted and in some cases will be able to take advantage of or forestall a future occurrence to their benefit. So there are special circumstances in the mix here. In some cases, people use the dream state for problem solving of things important to the conscious awareness, as in a real life scenario, in a work environment, or educationally. And there may even be a collaboration between the higher self and the subconscious to do some problem solving and bring a higher awareness of possible solutions during the dream state that can be recalled upon awakening if the person writes down in a journal what was experienced and the interpretation they give to it. Sometimes this will prove to be quite accurate and may even bring a revelation of an idea that leads to works of greatness. But each person is different. If there is a request to the divine for great insight, guidance, and inspiration, it will be easiest for most individuals to impart this during the dream state. With such a partnership, keeping a dream journal would be highly advisable because one is calling on higher awareness and not simply recording the mind as it carries out the garbage on a daily basis. You know, this was a question that I wondered about for years and years. I'm a terrible note taker, Carl. And so, you know, the idea of keeping a dream journal was something that was anathema to me from just a practical standpoint. But part of me did wonder about the, the utilitarian, you know, aspect of it. And this was a very enlightening answer. Well, I've, I've witnessed myself, experienced myself, or learn through others all of these kinds of possibilities. There's many famous stories of people who had a revolutionary breakthrough in a scientific exploration through a symbolic dream. And they put two and two together and came up with their aha moment. And they got a Nobel Prize. I had a cousin who used to do advanced mathematics during his sleep. When he was taking AP calculus in high school, he started doing this in his sleep, and he'd wake up with the answer to a problem in his head. Oh, I'm jealous. Because he, <laughs> he did it at night. And, you know, he was a gifted fellow. He, he, he had a big hand in the GPS system working in the military uh. and was awarded uh, for it. So he was quite a mathematical uh, prodigy, yeah. prodigy yeah, in, in many ways. He had a gift. Yeah, well, that's a gift I'd like to have, but oh well, I deal with the ones I have. (laughs) You asked Creator, can Creator share how prayer work and the Lightworker Healing Protocol can heal and improve sleep quality and sleep disturbances? All right, and Creator tells us, much can be accomplished through prayer, especially if one is privy to things that go wrong in the night, such as spirit manipulation and attacks. Asking for safety and protection, saying one's prayers before bed, can go a long way to keeping someone protected during the night and reduce the chance of a wayward spirit getting in and attaching to the person's energy. You can ask for removal of dark spirit attachments as well. That might be successful or not. The simple situations can be dealt with easily by prayer. 
More complicated situations require more detailed requests to have special healing applied. So those spirits requiring it can be dealt with effectively and removed on a permanent basis. Without the more sophisticated treatment, simple prayers will not be enough. This is where the Lightworker Healing Protocol comes in because it is ideal as a tool for dealing with all sorts of circumstances of this kind, including extraterrestrial manipulations and intrusions that can happen during sleep as well. There are many ghastly things that happen to people at the hands of spirit meddlers. This includes not only ongoing bullying by attachments in residents that create horrendous nightmares on a daily basis, but 5% of people are taken out of their body in a form of astral travel during the night and abused. And this can be done over and over and even on a nightly basis. This rewards the dark spirits with a tremendous influx of life force energy by the desperate sufferer clinging seemingly to life, being subjected to what is perceived as a fatal assault each and every time. It seems intensely real. These sessions can become so deeply depriving of sleep. People are dysfunctional 24 hours a day through the exhaustion and depletion. This is a major cause of severe sleep impairment. The sufferers will rarely have but an inkling of what is truly happening because it is the experiences of the deep subconscious that are the cause of the problem and it will only be dimly perceived at a conscious level. Whatever level of difficulty people have in living and what they experience during the sleep interval will affect their lives and daytime experience, at least indirectly, either adding to or detracting from the quality of life, the extent of happiness, and the overall productivity they can achieve in maintaining their equilibrium and being successful in life with relationships, with a productive career, with the raising of a family, and assisting others to lift them up and care for them and support them and give them encouragement and a friend to lean on at times. All the things healthy, happy people can accomplish are enjoyed or threatened, as it turns out, by what happens at night. The enlightenment so many are seeking is really the need for healing, to bring back the capability to be in divine alignment because happiness will result as a reward for the achievement. I think that last sentence kind of says it all. You know, the whole sleep state, it's from what we've learned in this channeling and even from our own observations, is really more akin to the spiritual, you know, aspects of our existence than the physical. And therefore, would probably really need a spiritual solution more than a physical one. Absolutely. And this is where divine healing can come into play in a big way. And the one thing we've learned in this project, that divine healing doesn't happen on its own. You have to request it. And that's going to be as true for your sleep environment as as any other environment. So be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. We have our our healing services where you can can, uh, request a clearing uh, of these dark spirits, but also uh, ask for a spirit rescue of departed loved ones, property clearings. Because what can your, you know, ghosts at night will certainly interfere with your sleep, Carl. <laughs> yeah, and they might mess with your stuff. <laughs> or your kids. Yeah. Yell Don't kids, leave yeah. out the little ones. They're more vulnerable than you are. <laughs> yeah, boy. And you, you learn that, you know, crying babies are often 
caused by spirit tormentors. So that's this all the more reason to seek out healing uh, to take care of these issues. And you can seek that out at getwisdom.com uh, and check out perhaps becoming a Lightworker Healing Protocol practitioner yourself. And you can learn all about that with our LHP book, ebook. Get that at getwisdom.com slash LHP. Well, we're out of time, Carl. Uh, people can, uh, can wake up now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. There you go. I'm going to say my prayer Thanks first, though. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you again. Be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 